0: This is Conversations with Corliss, the podcast that features real and inspiring people who are leading their lives with purpose, passion, and confidence. Through their stories, advice, and expertise, you will be empowered with tools and insights to become the leader you are meant to be. Your host, Corliss, is a Dare to Lead trained, certified success principles coach, best selling author, and inspirational speaker. As an entrepreneur for more than two decades, she has coached, trained, and mentored thousands to tap into their personal power and realize their potential. Through her company Corliss Co., she will help you dream again and break through what holds you back from leading the life you want to have. Connect with her today at corliss.ca.
1: Hi, everyone. This is Conversations with Corliss, a real leadership podcast. Here, we will talk about all the things it takes to bravely lead the life you deserve. Welcome to the conversation. You may have guessed it, my name is Corliss and I created this podcast simply because I want to help people and make a bigger impact. You see, one day I woke up in my 40s and realized time stands still for no one. With my kids more independent, my career not as fulfilling as it once was, I found myself wondering if this was it and what was next for me. I went looking for answers to recreate my life and I found them in having meaningful conversations with inspiring people. That's what we'll do here for you. Whatever you're looking for, I'm glad you're here. Aging has given me the invaluable insight that we should make every moment count. It's time to take charge of your life, to rise up and be all you can be. This podcast is meant to help you do that. So let's get started. This is episode 071 Why You Should Invest in Yourself with Cafal Olson LePage. Anytime that you're consciously making an effort to improve yourself, you are doing personal development. What are the benefits? Should you do it? This is what we talk about in this episode. You will love this conversation if you are craving something else in your life. Warren Buffett is one of the world's most successful investors, and he is quoted saying, the best investment you will ever make is in yourself. I think that speaks volumes as to the importance of why you should invest in you. I find myself sometimes going overboard, trying to encourage people to take that step and give themselves the opportunity to learn and expand their lives. But the reason that I do is because I have had a complete life transformation because I made the choice many times to invest in myself through personal growth events. I always found it so worth it. I feel so much different about myself, about my life and my future. I am happier, more fulfilled and optimistic. I have a better understanding of who I am, I've healed parts of me that hurt for a long time, and it has put me in a place to really enjoy my life and believe anything is possible in the future. I wish that for you, and it's why I keep creating these opportunities for my clients, but also why I keep encouraging you to just do it. I want you to love your life and find your power to lead it, as cliche as that sounds. Caval Olson-Lepage is a Certified Financial Planner and Wealth Strategies Team Leader for Affinity Wealth Management within Affinity Credit Union. Having worked in the financial industry for over 16 years, she is immensely committed to supporting and empowering people through financial literacy. Her passion for her career and her clients have earned her a Wealth Professional Young Gun Award as well as Top Advisor – Her expertise and financial acumen have led to multiple features on CTV Morning News, CBC Radio as a guest expert on a variety of financial topics, as well as being interviewed in a number of nationally published news sources such as the Globe and Mail and BNN. Her strong media presence led to an opportunity to work with FP Canada as one of their media ambassadors, a position she has enjoyed since 2020. Caval is an empathetic leader who is dedicated to the growth and success of her team as a whole. She is a continual learner, always looking for ways to grow herself and others personally and professionally. This led to her work with Saskatchewan Young Leaders, an organization dedicated to growing and empowering emerging leaders in the credit union system. As a passionate advocate, has held executive board positions locally and nationally with business and professional women fostering the professional and leadership potential of women through education, advocacy, and mentorship. Her advocacy work led to a 2017 YWCA Women of Distinction Award nomination. Welcome to the show Cabal. I I have to admit I'm really excited about this conversation because this topic is something I'm so passionate about that I hope that the audience can hear my enthusiasm in my voice because wow 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 personal growth and development why you should invest in yourself is is something that I can attest to being life-changing and I'm so thrilled that you're here to share this conversation with
0: me. Thank you so much, Corliss, for having me. I'm equally excited and hopefully your audience can hear that as well. This is going to be a great topic.
1: It is so. Stay with us, everybody. We wanna we wanna dive into this real deep and and help you out with why investing in yourself is always a worthwhile investment. Now, usually when guests come on, Cavell, as you've already said that you're pretty excited about the topic, but usually they have a backstory. Usually there's a reason as to why they want to talk about that topic and share their experiences with other people. Can we kind of start there, and you can share with with us why why are you so passionate about personal growth and invest in it, that it's a good investment? for you to make always?
0: Yeah, no, that's a great question, Corliss. So I consider myself a a lifelong learner. It's something I'm incredibly passionate about. And I have been able to, by using... You know, various different courses throughout my my forty some years, um, been able to use it in a multiple facets of my life. So it's it's something that has helped me through my career changes. It is something that has helped me uh, navigate. Uh, you know. Putting myself out there in the public spotlight, um, leading different organizations. And on a, you know, that's from a career side of things, but on a personal side of things, um, the things that I've gained from it have helped me navigate, um, you know, issues within my relationship with friends and family. Most recently, probably I could attest that to something that has absolutely saved my marriage. Um, And it's just something that I feel like, If if you're not putting the time in for yourself, what does that quality of life look like? How do you take that next step to just continuously grow and expand and increase that quality of life that you have? And I think that you know if you're not learning, um, you're you're really just going stale. If that's the right word mm-hmm. that that I can use for that.
1: You know, Tony Robbins says that you're either growing or dying. All living things are growing or dying, and you might live for a period without growing, but eventually you're going to die. And I think that I mean that's a that's a pretty that's that's hit home, hits home pretty hard, and it's it's kind of a big analogy. But really, truly, we as human beings, we need to continue to grow to feel alive. Do, do we not?
0: Oh, a hundred percent. If I were to look back at myself when I was in my early 20s and I was just starting out in my career, would I still be happy if I never took the initiative to get the type of professional courses that I needed to grow into my career? Not saying that there's anything wrong with, you know, when I first started in in the financial industry and being a teller. But because of my personal growth and the initiative that I took, I went from, from having that Monday to Friday, being a bank teller type of role to now I'm leading a team in a wealth department in one of the top financial institutions in in Canada, right? And that is because of the emphasis that I put and the initiative that I took to continuously improve and educate myself to get myself to a better place.
1: Okay. So I'm excited to learn about this a little bit more. So what I'm hearing is that you built yourself first, because in order to apply for a management position, you have to be able to present yourself in a certain way. So did it help you with confidence? Did it help you with being self-assured? Like what, what did personal, what did, what did it do for you personally to be able to apply it to your professional life?
0: Um, I definitely want to say that it gave me the confidence. Um, It gave me some of the things that I learned from... um, So uh, one of the the groups that I was a part of that helped with my my personal growth was Business and Professional Women of Saskatoon. And they continuously brought in various different speakers. And one of the things that I was able to learn from that as a female in a corporate world, in a male-dominated industry, is how to have that confidence to get myself that seat at the table, how to have that confidence to not only have that seat at the table, but have a voice at that table. Um, It gave me the confidence to ask for the things I needed to better myself in my career and get me into a position that when that opportunity came out for leadership, for that leadership role, I was ready, I was able, and I was their top candidate in that situation.
1: Mm, amazing. Well, congratulations on that. Thanks. I love those kind of stories. But what, I, what I'm really hearing here and what it reminds me of is like, if you're not feeling good about yourself and not really certain of who you are and, and developing your qualities and feeling really good about what you bring to the table, then it's going to be difficult for you to step up to level up in any area of your life.
0: Absolutely. And, and that's why, you know, when we talk about personal growth, it's it's not just necessarily professional development, right? There's the aspect of the courses that got me to where I needed to be, um, to be educated, to be in the position that I'm in. But there's also that personal side of things. Um, I think one of my biggest lessons that um, I learned through um, various different uh, personal development courses was around the idea of boundary settings. I don't know if, if you were like me, Corliss. I had a real hard time saying no to people. Like, if you asked me to do something, I was like, absolutely. I was your yes person. I had no capability of or understanding of saying no. And, and it really took a toll on me because... I was constantly putting everyone else before me. And that meant that at the end of the day, I was drained. I was tired. I was exhausted. I was getting sick more often. Uh, I wasn't taking the breaks I needed to take. And it was through a course on how to say no, how to set boundaries, that I was able to take a, a very deep, introspective look at how what I thought was being selfless was actually, you know, had a very negative consequence on me. And it was actually preventing me from showing up to my full potential in a day-to-day. And so that course helped me set those boundaries. And now I'm able to really evaluate, you know, when's the right time to say yes. And am I saying yes for the right reasons? Am I saying yes to please someone else? Or am I saying yes, because this is something that I actually want to do.
1: Mm, good stuff. Yes. So there's so many aspects of personal growth and development, depending on where you're at, right? But I think the boundaries is probably one of the biggest ones as well, because we can deplete ourselves to please other things. And we don't even know why we're doing it. So it's almost like you need to dive in and learn why. Like, why? Why are you doing the things that you're doing? And whether that's setting goals or the activities that you do in a day or the things that you're saying yes to with, with not defined boundaries, all of those answers are within you. And that's where personal growth and development comes in, is to wor- work you through, you know, why, 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 why are you doing what you're doing? And who are you really? And when you find those answers, somehow it's easier to follow through with those boundaries, is it not?
0: Oh, absolutely. If you know, and I, and I can't remember... Corliss, and maybe you remember who is the person it, it, it's to ask the question of why five times. And that's to really get to the root of the situation. If you're unhappy, there, there's an entire wheel of, of emotions, right? And you've, you've got your main emotions of happy and anger and sad, but beneath that there's resentment or there's joy or there's love, right? And by asking that why you're going to get to the root of the problem. And if you are unhappy, and you don't fully understand why you're unhappy, you're never going to actually be able to change. You know, I look at when leading our te- leading the team that I lead, you know, if they present a problem, um, it's one of those questions where, you know, have we done any self-reflection? It's very easy to put the blame on someone else, right? So by doing a little bit of self-reflection, asking that why and digging into the root of the cause of, of the issue that you're facing, it may not be what you... Think it is. It may not be a lack of sleep because you're driving your kids around um, all the time. What it might be is actually, you know, there is an issue at work that you're not happy with because it actually goes against some of the values uh, that you have and you just haven't addressed that with your boss. And so how do you bring that into light? How do you approach that to be able to make the change so you can get to that better place?
1: Mm-hmm. There's so much to learn. And you gave us a lot there because those are actually all kind of the steps that you, that you go into when you're diving deep into personal development. So good stuff there. That's for sure. Now you've invested in yourself and personal growth. I have as well. Now to be really transparent with the audience, I have invested in the tens of thousands of dollars. And I can honestly tell you that it has been worth every single dollar, but there was a time when even spending 200 bucks on a personal growth event ticket was really hard for me. Like I remember that, but then when I went and I learned so much and it helped me cause such a positive shift in my life, I recognized that it was worth it. And then the next one I spent more and then I was like getting on planes and it's like, not that it didn't hurt. I'll be honest. It's like, it kind of hurts to spend that kind of money. And And it's like, is it really worth it? You have to ask yourself, but in my experience, it has always been worth it. And there's no way that my life could be as it is today if I hadn't have made those investments in myself. So let's talk to the person who is like, I'm having a hard time spending money on things that are going to make me feel good or make me understand who I am because it's not anything tangible. It's not like you go to the shopping mall and buy a pair of jeans. And it's like, I'm going to feel good when I wear those jeans and you have something in your hand. Personal growth is different. So let's talk about that part. Why do you think it's hard for people to spend the money on themselves for, for something like this?
0: Well, like yourself, Corliss, this one, this one hits pretty personal to myself as well. And the fact that I work in the financial industry, I do financial planning. Money is something that is an incredibly sensitive topic to every single person. And I think when I reflect back on my personal experience, when I reflect on some of the conversations that I've had with clients, there's, there's this guilt, there's this shame almost to spending money on items like personal growth. You mentioned, you know, you can buy that pair of jeans. You have that physical piece of clothing that you can wear, that you can attest to, that you spent that $60 to $100 on, right? But when it comes to that personal growth, that feels like a luxury. And some people don't feel like they deserve it. And I know personally, when I first started getting into this and I looked at some of these conferences, that was immediately one of my first reactions is like, I can't afford to spend that on myself. I don't deserve to, what have I done to deserve to spend that money on that? How do I go to my partner and say, I want to spend that type of money on that type of course? And so I feel like that is where A lot of that resistance comes from is is that emotional connection to how we feel about money and some of our negative feelings that we have around it that's exactly why
1: the person who is struggling with it needs to be there because they can get to the root of why they think they're not worthy of that kind of investment in themselves you know I'm gonna I'm gonna help uh, the audience here I'm sure that someone needs to hear this because this was a big turning point for me for me when I switched it around from spending money on myself to investing on myself, it was very different. So when you spend, it's like you're just spending. It's like the money is just gone, right? When you invest, you are gonna get a return. And really, if you think about it, your life, your happiness, your confidence, understanding who you are, getting to, going through your life, feeling good about who you are, what you bring to the table that you've lived full out, achieving goals, having dreams, feeling purposeful. I mean, all of those things are a heavy return. This is your life we're talking about. So if you can reframe it in your mind, like I did, that you're not spending the money on yourself, but that you're investing in your life. And I promise you that if you invest in yourself and you are happy and content and feeling good, it is going to spill over into every aspect of your life, which means now it impacts your family. It impacts your, when you go to work, you know, how you show up in your community, it impacts everything. So not only will you feel good, but it will spill out over and positively impact everyone that you come into contact with as well.
0: Exactly. It's, It's exactly that. It is reframing it. And that's what I had to do. I had to look at it as an investment into myself, just like I invest into my retirement savings or for my son to be able to go to university when he's older. This was an investment in myself. And when you talk about thinking about the return on yourself that you're going to get out of it, right? I started, you know, really looking into personal and professional development um, and in that personal growth sphere and really truly investing in myself and things started changing, I started getting the promotions that I wanted. I moved up in my career. I was, you know, elected into a presidency for a national organization. I, you know, was able to take on that leadership, um, the, the new leadership role at a new organization. I was able to uh, just expand. Um, my My marriage got better. Uh, my relationship with my son is better the the wisdom that i'm able to impart on him that i wish i would have had from from my parents and i love my parents and and they were fabulous but i mean if 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 they would have known what i know now like right. the difference it would have made
1: mm. well to me you're in the financial industry this is called return on investment what you just described is it not
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And you know it's you know I can I can attest to also you know the feeling like okay, well it's still it's still such you know it's still thousand dollars to attend this this conference or it it's five hundred dollars to go to uh, this one day seminar. Um, you know we want to reframe, it from, we're not spending money, we're investing it on ourselves, but how can you make it easier for yourself as well? So, you know, from a, you know, budgeting point, I could say that if personal growth is something that is important to you and that you want, you are going to take that time and invest in yourself, make a plan. And whether that's, you know p- creating a separate savings account and putting $50 a month away into that account so that you just know that you're collecting this bucket of money that you're able to then should that conference come available that you really want to go to you've got you've got the financial means to be able to do it so now it's not a reactive great I want to do it but I don't know how I'm going to make it happen
1: I have the most exciting announcement to make. LEAD Conference Canada is launching in 2023 in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan on November 3rd and 4th. This is the first of its kind Canadian event where we will feature a powerful lineup of both professional and inspirational speakers to help you feel empowered to lead your life. No need to spend tons of time and money traveling abroad to an event of this caliber. We are bringing the world-class speakers to you. You are invited to join us for an incredible two days of connection, motivation and inspiration. The reality is that all of us will go through periods in our lives where we feel burned out, stuck or unsatisfied. This is why we need an event like Lead Conference Canada. Because through connecting with others, learning through their stories, you can find your own spark again to feel empowered to move forward with confidence. This high energy personal growth event will offer you the perfect mix of inspiration and practical how-tos. Make sure and head to corliss.ca forward slash lead 2023 now. So a long time ago, I had a experience in my direct sales organization where I was coaching you know, a large group of entrepreneurs and they were all talking about you know, how expensive it was going to be to go to this national conference. And I was really trying to encourage them to do it. And they were like, you know, I don't, I can't spend the money on that. And, and I understand, I mean, single mom of three, I was traveling all over and, and sometimes I questioned it myself, like I said earlier, but a conversation came up throughout that discussion where we started talking about how we all have money for what's, if it's important enough, we we find a way if it's important enough, but what happens a lot of times we close it off in our minds and we just say, you know, we can't do that. There's no way. And we stop looking for solutions and we get so focused on the problem because as we all know, what you focus on expands. So if you're focusing on that, it's just not possible and that you can't do it and it's not worth it and you don't have it in your budget. Well, then you're just closing the door to possibilities. So I love what you're saying about that, that You could, you know, be proactive that make personal growth a part of your daily planning. Even if you don't have an event yet, you can start putting money away towards it, right? But the bottom line is, is that we all find money for what matters most to us, if it's important enough. And I use the example in this discussion, I had said to them, you know, if, if someone was all of a sudden, say your child needed braces, and it was imperative that they had braces, it might hurt, it might sting, but you come up with the money because it's important. Um, You know, I said, I actually did a funny exercise with them. And I said, you know, if somebody all of a sudden kidnapped your pet and took your pet and said, I need $10,000 in the next three hours, or you won't see your pet again. (laughs) You know, they all kind of laughed and said, well, that's a morbid thought. And I said, yeah, but would you do it? And they're like, of course we would. Right. So you do whatever you had to do. You would juggle things, you would borrow money, you would do whatever you had to do. So the bottom line is, is that we close off the opportunity to ourselves, telling ourselves it's not possible. But what if you opened your mind and said, you know what, I am worth it. And I'm going to figure out how to do this for myself. Would that be something that you would recommend to people like to kind of reframe it that way as well as a financial person?
0: Absolutely. Um, (laughs) there is a, there is a scarcity mindset around budgeting and finance and and what you just said Corliss really really speaks to that right if we're coming at it from a reactionary point of view we can't find the money we can't find the money we can't find the time we can put so many obstacles in front of ourselves as excuses to not get it done but as soon as you make it a priority, as soon as you've identified why it's important to you, you know, I I think of this story of when I started going to the gym, when at first it was like, oh, I can't spend that type of money every month. But then I started thinking about, well, wait a second, when I go to the gym, not only am I able to get the cardio that I need to be able to keep up with my son who plays baseball, I'm... It gives me a space to decompress after work. It allows me time to reset before I walk in the door so I can be truly attentive to my family. And it was actually more about mental health. And so I started reframing going to the gym to a way to benefit my mental health after a stressful day at work. And then the money wasn't so much about, you know, why can't you just work out at home or why can't you just go for a walk, uh, you know, around the block kind of situation. It became about my mental health. And so when you are looking at that personal growth and now you've made it a priority and you're doing that investment in yourself, proactively put that money away in a savings account so that when when it comes time to spend it, it's not a reactionary um, decision that you're making. You're going, no, I knew I wanted to spend and invest in myself this year. I specifically put away $50 or $100 a month. I know my budget is $1,200 a year. I can absolutely go to that conference. I can absolutely take that seminar or sign up for a coaching class with, with somebody. And And by being proactive about that and putting that priority on it, every time you look at that savings account, you're going to think to yourself, wow, I'm this much closer to my goal, or I can't wait to now find a course that's going to enable me to spend the money that I budgeted on, uh, instead of a, oh no, how am I going to find $500 Hmm. and you have
1: Yeah. You have said actually three things. I, I'm so excited that you brought this all up because My mindset was always in the space of scarcity. I've grown up in scarcity. I come from a family that was scarce. You know, there was just never enough money to go around. And it was just a scarce place that I came from. I got into, uh, as an entrepreneur, I can't tell you how many times I've had the experience of like, there's just not enough. I don't know if I can spend it on that. You know, the highs and lows of entrepreneurship, scarcity, scarcity, scarcity. And then as a single mom, same thing happened. It's like, everything's counting on me. There isn't two incomes coming in. And yet I'm spending money on personal growth and development. Right. So But that's one of the reasons, if you're in a scarcity mindset, that's one of the reasons you need to invest in yourself. This reminds me of um, one day I was walking on the track at Alfred Jenkins Fieldhouse, which is a a local track that we have here in my city. And I was walking on the track and I was listening to every free thing that I could think of, like not even kidding. I was listening to every YouTube thing, everything to inspire me. And as I was walking around the track, this woman, her name's Carolyn Saldo. She said, it was like she was speaking to me. She said, now you can keep doing all of the free things or you can make a new decision to really change your life and invest in yourself. And I was like, oh my gosh, she knows me (laughs) because I had been listening to every free thing I could find. And it was a marketing ad, but you know, I heard it differently because I was like, she's right. I am playing small in my own life. Like I need to make a change and doing this a little bit at a time like this, how I'm doing it is not working. Like, life's too short. Like I need to do this. So I actually did invest and go to her conference. I actually took two of my team members along with me. I even paid for them to come and it was so worth it. We learned so much. And I'll tell you, when you come out of something like that and you feel so good about yourself and you're so clear on what you want and you're so aligned that you will never think of you will never think twice of it again. As a matter of fact, I have personally made a commitment for the last, for sure, 10 years, even more, I think that every three months I do something that's just for me, just to fill my soul and to grow me and to inspire me because when I'm at my best, I can bring my best to other people. And I know that. So I make a commitment that I put myself first every three months. I do something that's just about me.
0: And that's fabulous. I, I think back to, cause I was just in Texas this past Christmas to, to visit my parents with my family and, and, and when you talk about, you know, you need to every three months, you're, you're doing something just for yourself so that you can show up better for everyone else. And what's the number one thing when they're going through all the safety uh, things through the air, on the airplane before we take off, you need to put on your own oxygen mask before you can help others. Because if you are not taking care of yourself, you are not going to have the capacity to be there for others who need you, and that is why it is so important to f- really make it a priority to invest in yourself. And I believe it is Brene Brown in one of her in one of her books. And I want to say it's Dare to Lead. You are more of the expert on that than me, but she has. Your team is only going to grow at the same pace as you. So if you're not growing, and this is for all the entrepreneurs and business owners and, and leaders out there, if you're not growing, your team's not growing either. And like you said in the beginning, Corliss, you know, from Tony Robbins, like if we're not changing, we're dying. And that's same true for business.
1: Mm, So good. Funny. Yesterday I did a keynote presentation and I had shared with them that you can, leaders, and they, I was speaking to a whole group of, of leaders. They were in a management position. And I said to them, you can only take your team as far as your vision goes. So you need to have that yourself in order to take your team there with you. So that's another reason why personal growth is so important. Now let's do a comparison here because I am, kind of going to become famous for this. I'm pretty sure because I am so locked on to this. I believe we need personal develop or per, sorry, professional development. We need if you're a dental hygienist, you need to know how to do dental hygiene. If you're a chartered accountant, you need to keep up to date on your professional development and know the laws and the changing, uh, you know, configurations around taxing. However, I recently did a poll with communities in the in the business community, and I asked many questions around this topic as to whether they feel that personal growth and development is as important as professional development and, you know, where they would scale it. So I called it PD versus PD. And you know what came back in the results? And I asked many different types of questions that 90% of business leaders feel that personal development is as important as professional development training and that it even affects their bottom line and when i asked for additional feedback on that they said when our team is developed when they're feeling good about themselves when they are feeling more confident when they understand they're connected to a sense of purpose they show up and are more adaptable to change they're more willing to be a team player they are more positive i mean they were so adamant about the fact that personal development and caring about the person is as important as professional development it almost blew my mind now what's your
0: take on that how do you feel about that 100% agree i think that there's a technical aspect like you said to to our professions to our careers you know, whether you're a chartered accountant, whether you're a dental hygienist, whether you're a, a cook um, in a restaurant, um, there's there's a technical aspect that we can train. We you can train anyone, that technical aspect. But that personal side of things, that relationship management, that conflict management, um, how to navigate change, how to understand, uh, the different emotional intelligence of of the people that surround you in your work environment, I feel, has much more benefit than than just the professional side of things. You know, I can I as a certified financial planner, I take my 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 continuing education credits every year, but I have gotten more. Out of, you know, just recently attended a webinar on mental health and compassion fatigue in the workplace. And being able to see that webinar and to understand what myself. Maybe going through as a leader when I get to that feeling, because as a leader, you know, as a manager, I have people who come to me with a lot of problems and I have to help them navigate how best to find solutions or how to deal with a conflict with another coworker. I didn't realize till I was attending that webinar that I have compassion fatigue. And I didn't realize that that meant I needed to take a step back and how, you know, how other people's potential issues within the workplace were affecting me as their leader, because as a leader, I'm supposed to provide them a safe place in which they can grow and expand and be successful. And that means having them come to me with their issues, but that also means there's a consequence, which is compassion fatigue that I had no idea I was even experiencing. But now that I know that, I've been able to look into it more. I've been able to find resources that help me identify it before it gets to the point where I'm sick and I don't want to come into work. You know, you talked about um, that professional, the personal development side of things. When your employees and your team feel like they have that growth on a personal level, you're going to have less sick days. You're going to have employees who know how to take care of themselves. And so that when they are at work, they're showing up because they're passionate to be there because it's filling their cup more than just the technical aspect of I know how to fill out a spreadsheet
1: whoa, you just did another return on investment. <laughs> you maybe didn't realize you did, but that is another return on an investment because it's actually gonna affect your bottom line because even with sick days, like you say, it'll be less. They'll, I mean, they're gonna take less breaks, they're going to feel better. It's just, they're going to be more productive, right? That's a return on investment right there. Amazing stuff. Now it's interesting that you're, you're saying this because I was just about to ask you because we have a PD event coming up, not professional development, personal development, but I, I personally feel so strongly that when you invest in people, it is always a good investment. And yesterday when I was keynote speaking at, at a large organization here in Saskatchewan, they started with their mission statement and started going through their values. And one of their key values was that we are a people business. And I was like, wowzers, that is so aligned with what personal development is. If, if you are an organization that really is about people and service and putting that first and developing those relationships. You need to develop that relationship within yourself, you know, so you feel good about yourself, but you also need to develop the relationship with the people within your organization and what better way to show them that you care about them than to actually invest in their, their person through personal development. So talk about lead conference because I never met you until Lead conference came to the forefront. Um, Cavell actually stepped up and decided to, you know, put an application in to be a part of the committee that's bringing this first of its kind personal growth event to Canada. And you have done an absolutely incredible and remarkable job. I would love it if you would share with everybody. Why, why did you want to do this when you heard what it's what it's going to be, what it's going to look like? Why'd you jump on board with this? What do you want motiv- to, most excited about
0: I I mean, obviously, as we've been talking i'm 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 very passionate about personal growth. I have really, really desperately wanted to attend a a conference like this. Um, I previous have only attended them virtually. Um, I've heard great things, and I'm gonna admit that in the past what what kept me from it was, Very reactionary, right? It was, I don't have the money. I can't fly to san diego or san francisco to be able to go to this conference and and spend the money on the hotel and the flights and and all the that additional cost and so when uh, a friend a mutual acquaintance of ours approached me about this this being on this committee and helping to bring this event to canada uh, especially in saskatchewan there was just no way i could say no um it's exactly the type of event that i've been hoping to attend Especially in person, there's just something different about being in the same room with hundreds of people who are there for the same reason, who are hanging off of the speakers the same way that you are. Who uh, you have the ability to connect with in between uh, when you're you know you're grabbing that water or that snack between sessions, just to be able to to meet the people that are going to be there and and. I don't know if this is the right word but just basically like almost like an energy vampire and take their energy into myself <laughs> and and use it to bring about more inspiration right because like you said it's it to me it's not enough just to to read one book or do one coaching session or you know go to one seminar you, it needs to be a lifelong thing because things change Right. Our parenting styles from 50 years ago are not the same way we parent. We don't approach, you know, management and leadership the same as we did in, you know, 40 years ago. And so it's a continuous growth spectrum. And the fact that this is going to be in Saskatoon, the fact that I don't have to get a hotel, <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm so excited,
1: Corliss. And why lead Conference? So uh, you're local, but there's going to be people listening to this from all over Canada, but why mm-hmm. lead Conference? So they have choices. So, okay. So I'm going to just be really transparent here. I just invested just over $6,000 and I am going to fly to an event that I don't believe is even going to be at the caliber of what we're bringing here to Saskatoon and to Canada with Lead Conference 2023. But I've made that investment. I'm going to tell you guys why. I made the investment so that I can go there and see every single detail right from when I walk in the door to how they process it to the system, to every single component of how it is done so that this will be the high caliber event that, that has been promised and the first of its kind world-class event right here in Canada for you to experience. So I'm telling you this because I want you to know that I am personally invested in this in a way that is is so beyond what I ever would have believed I could do, but I am so committed to making sure that this event is worth every single minute of your time and every single dollar that you invest that I'm willing to just go out there and do whatever I have to do to make sure that that happens for you. So with lead conference, Cabell, if in a couple of sentences you could say, why lead conference over anything else? What would you say?
0: I would say that lead conference has something for everyone. With the variety of speakers and topics, this conference is covering Business, career, parenting, leadership, mental health. You don't get that type of experience at other conferences. Other conferences have a very specific theme. Here, there is there is actually something for everyone. This is everyone's conference. And from that, I think is one of the best reasons why you should attend. Hmm. Amazing. Amazing. Oh, it's going to be so
1: good, everybody. (laughs) It'll be so good. I actually, I said to someone yesterday, and this is a true story. I said to her, I almost feel bad for the people who, who don't come because I know that this is truly a once in a lifetime. Even if we did lead conference again in coming years, it will never be this one. With these speakers, with Darlene Dickinson, with Jack Canfield, with Christina Kuzmich, with Afia Botang, with Alan Keller. Like there is there is so much goodness in this that I just don't want anyone to miss it. And I that's my personal encouragement to you over that. I just really, I just really don't want you to miss out not saying that to instill fear in you, but really asking you to reassess this. And is there a solution in a way that you can do it? And the comparison and cost, I gotta tell you. The reason it's costing me so much to go to this conference is because the ticket is way more expensive. The flight, oh, the flight is crazy. Hotel accommodations are over $400 US a night. We couldn't even find an Airbnb cheaper. Like it is costly to travel abroad for this kind of experience. So come and get it, everybody. Just come and get it. I promise you, you'll be so glad you did. Now, three closing questions, Cabell. Thank you for everything that you shared, but I do want to ask just before I ask you those questions, is there anything else that you really feel like you need to share on this topic?
0: I think we covered a lot. I think I'm good. Hit me with the final three questions.
1: Okay, here they are. What does leadership mean to you?
0: Leadership to me is, it's more than traditional management. Leadership is about creating environments for success about doing the right thing, even if it's the hard thing. And it's about having empathy and compassion for others. Now, I know you read a lot
1: of books, you listen to a lot of podcasts, if you could recommend one that you feel like is really a game changer, that everyone needs to read or listen to, which one would it be? Uh,
0: I am a diehard Brene Brown fan. So the if there was one book I would tell you to pick up, it's The Gifts of Imperfection. It completely changed my life.
1: Mm, good one. I love that book. Awesome. Okay. And the final, final closing question. And before I ask you this, I just want to say thank you so much for sharing this space with me today. And I know the listeners will be so inspired by your stories and your expertise in this area. And you really pulled it all together. Why investing in yourself is always a good investment. So thank you again for being here. The final, final closing question. If you could leave just one piece of advice based on all of the highs and all of the lows and everything that you've been through in your life, what advice would you want to leave behind?
0: Well, I think we alluded to it a few times during our conversation, but my one final piece of advice would be, you are the only thing standing in your way. And if you truly want something, you can make it happen.
1: Mm. Oh, I love that so much. Thank you again for being here, Cabell. You are so welcome, Corliss. Thanks for having me. If you enjoyed this episode and it brought you value, make sure and share it with a friend or screenshot it and post it to your Instagram story or Facebook, tagging me at Corliss Co. I know the most precious of all commodities is your time. And I wanna thank you all very much for spending this time with me today. Remember, you have the power to lead. Know your worth, embrace your value, see you have purpose, and be the leader you are meant to be.